name is Emily Hines and I attend Houston City Council meetings and I take notes. Today's notes are from the council meeting on March 8th, 2023. The first thing to deal with today was the monthly financial report. The final phase of the open finance project is now live. Visit openfinance.houstontx.gov to check it out. Councilmember Kubash hopes there will be a tutorial because if it isn't user-friendly, there's no point. Councilmember Kubash also asked Controller Brown some questions about this whole Papa's Restaurants airport concession drama. More details coming later on that. And Brown's main recommendation was that the city develop a procurement manual, which would serve as a legal guide for further procurement processes. Next up was a public hearing on the drainage impact fee. Houston Public Works Director Carol Haddock explained the drainage impact fee. It's a one-time fee for new development paid for by the developer. Required by the city charter and the Dedicated Drainage and Street Renewal Fund, also known as the DDSR, the city began collecting it in 2014. This proposal is to increase the fee $25 per 1,000 square feet of impervious cover. What is impervious cover, you ask? It is any type of human-made surface that doesn't absorb rainfall, like a parking lot. Councilmember Kubosh asked a question about something he called sand pits, and Director Haddock said, that's not relevant here. We can talk later about that if you want. Councilmember Alcorn said the drainage impact fee has raised $5 million for the city. I'm unclear on the time frame. And there were no public speakers. Next was the mayor's report. Sarah Week is going on right now. Mayor Turner said the downtown hotels are at their highest occupancy in quite some time. The Houston Rodeo is ongoing. He briefly mentioned the agreement reached between the federal government and TxDOT that will allow the I-45 rebuild to continue. It was put on pause two years ago. Remarking on the recently opened Housing Navigation Center, Turner said that 16 people from the Chartres encampment and five people from Fifth Ward have been moved into permanent supportive housing. Today is International Women's Day. Councilmember Kamen remarked on Sarah Week, and in response to a comment Councilmember Martin made, she said that Houston is becoming the energy transition capital of the world and working to keep our energy companies here. Finally, Mayor Turner presented a certificate of appreciation to Councilmember Alcorn for 15 years of public service to the city. Next, I will discuss item 34, the airport concession drama we didn't know we needed. Some brief and limited backstory, Papa's Restaurants has had a contract to operate at Hobby Airport for the past 20 years. The contract is ending, which means the bid process began again, only this time, Papa's came in second during the final bidding process. Areas USA, part of a Spanish company, won the final bid by four-tenths of a percentage point. Papa's came in second during the final bidding process. Areas USA, which is part of a Spanish company, won the final bid by four-tenths of a percentage point. The major difference between the two proposals is the percentage of revenue the companies will send back to the city. Papa's offered about 15%, and Areas offered about 22%, a pretty big difference. It amounts to about $50 million spread out over the length of the contract. Mayor Turner made a long statement before opening the floor for discussion. He pointed out that this is the fourth airport concession item the council has voted on over the last several months, all using the same procurement process, and the previous ones were approved unanimously with no issues. Turner thanked the chief procurement officer, Jed Greenfield, which probably means he has been having a hard time lately, so I'm sorry to hear that. The mayor emphasized that he is not personally in charge of the procurement process, the procurement office scores all bids under requests for procurement, which are called RFPs for short. 
and then brings their recommendation to the mayor. Turner said it would be contrary to the law to choose a company that did not score first in the procurement process. He said it is wrong and illegal to bring the second place choice to the table. Quote, this is a competitive process, not a popularity contest. End quote. The Papa's revenue offer of 15% is actually less than what the city gets from them now. He invoked solidarity with airport employees, implying a vote for Papa's would bring less revenue to the airport system and weaken its financial situation. He said that to vote down this item and force the process to begin again would destroy the procurement process and set a dangerous precedent. The process is actually doing what it's meant to do, protect against favoritism and promote healthy competition. Turner said that city contracts like this played a major role in helping Papas achieve the success they enjoy today. He suggested that it's time for another company to have a leg up. He concluded by saying that it is inherently and fundamentally unfair to reward a company that did not win the bidding process. Councilmember Gallegos, who represents the Hobby Airport area, made a very impassioned plea to not vote for this item because it would endanger the quality of the food and beverages at Hobby Airport, which has contributed to its five-star status. Basically, he doesn't want to take a risk on a new vendor when Papa's has a proven track record. Councilmember Martin has suggestions about how the RFP process can be improved, but he ultimately defended the process and says the percentage of revenue difference the city will see is just too great to ignore. Councilmember Knox said, quote, those who create the process are those the most capable of massaging the process, end quote. He thinks the administration is using the process as a means to get new blood into the airport system. Mayor Turner told Councilmember Knox that his comments did not even deserve a response. Sick burn. Councilmember came and said that if it was a popularity contest, Papa's would have her vote. She asked city attorney Arturo Michelle to elaborate on the RFP process. Michelle said the law is clear. When there is a competitive process, it must be followed. He also said that if this item was voted down and a new RFP began, the process would be inherently compromised. Councilmember came and agreed that we need to defend the process, but said that some review and changes are advised. Councilmember Pollard criticized what he called a culture of when one person doesn't win, there has to be something wrong with the process. He pointed to the percentages of revenue the city can expect from Papa's versus areas, 15% versus 22%, and said, the numbers are the proof in the pudding. Councilmember Kubosh said that all RFP evaluators are city employees who ultimately answer to the mayor, implying they could be pressured or compromised. The council members who voted for this item or to award the contract to areas were Turner, Kamen, Jackson, Thomas, Evan Shabazz, Martin, Cisneros, Pollard, Cassex Tatum, Robinson, and Plummer. The council members who voted against this item, who we can assume are Papa's supporters, were Peck, Hoffman, Gallegos, Knox, Kubosh, and Alcorn. It's always exciting to get to a roll call vote because it means there was a healthy debate and discussion. Okay, here are a few of the agenda items that caught my eye. Item 6 approved seven people to the new medical center, TERS. Councilmember Martin remarked that the city is transitioning away from being the oil and gas capital of the world to being the medical capital of the world, which is a pretty remarkable thing to say. Councilmember Gallegos asked if anyone from Harris Health or anyone actually residing in or near the medical center is represented on this TERS board, and the answer was no. Item 14 approved a five-year, $2.5 million contract with UT Health for a study that will monitor trends in the HIV epidemic. The study will focus on one, men who have sex with men, two, injection drug users, and three, high-risk heterosexuals. 
Item 21 approved $1 million for roof repair and replacement at a few uh, Houston Fire Department and Houston Police Department locations. And finally, the Councilmember Popoff. Mayor Turner reminded us that next week is a council break week, spring break. Councilmember Jackson plugged a Be Successful job fair at Cashmere Gardens Multi-Service Center on Saturday at 10. She shared that Constable Rosen is funding cameras in District B at illegal dump sites, which she is excited about. Councilmember Kamen plugged the Public Safety and Homeland Security Committee meeting on Thursday, March 9th. Councilmember Pollard plugged the Forum Park ribbon cutting on Saturday at 10 and a March on Crime in the Gulfton area on Saturday, also starting at 10. Councilmember Evan Shabazz plugged a third board on tap event at the Columbia Tap Trail near Truxillo on March 11th and a groundbreaking at Mayberry Affordable Homes on March 13th. Councilmember Cisneros plugged the Childhood and Youth Committee meeting today at 2 p.m., which will go over the potential state takeover of HISD. And finally, Councilmember Robinson cheered for International Women's Day. And that does it for the council meeting on March 8th. Thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. And if you think this project is worth supporting, might I direct you to patreon.com slash emilytakesnotes. You will get a shout out on this very podcast. Also, thank you to ACLU Texas and Houston in Action for your support and to Tecolotl, who does the Spanish translations. This podcast has music by Joe Wozni and it was produced by Connor Clifton. That's it for this week. I'm Emily Hines and I thank you for listening.